radio show and podcast heard of its kind. We are heard every Tuesday from 7 and from, I'm sorry, 7 p.m. It is 7 p.m. in my hand. <laughs> from 4 to 5. Every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. We're at WPRK 91.5 FM, the best in basement radio. This is kind of a little odd for us because we are back in here. Um, in the studio. In the studio. Welcome we back, Carter. studio. Yeah, we're back in the studio after 19 months away, so I'm learning how to replay these gadgets and what to do. And thingamajigs. And thingamajigs. Yeah, I feel like Ariel. You know how she collected her gizmos aplenty? I feel like Ariel in a way. I have a gizmo whole package over here. You do? You do? I do. That's funny. That is really funny. I'm trying to figure out everything here. I hope that we're hearable because I can't, I, I hear I it in myself. But I did turn what, off what I was supposed to and go on studio with what I was supposed to. So from what I can tell, we should be being heard. Well. You think so? I just don't understand why I wasn't able to hear my um, my music. I don't know. That I put in. Let's see if I can do this now. Let's see. Oh, what the heck? No, it still doesn't come in. Oh. Well... Well, That's okay. We'll just find a different way to do it in the uh, other times. It's good. It's good for you. <laughs> it's good. It's good for you. Oh, it's so good for you. For real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour, heard every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. We're at WPRK 91.5 FM, the best of basement radio. And what episode are we at, John? We are on episode 66. and Route I, 66? Route 66, episode 66. <laughs> I'm looking around and I see people so walking around so I think that we Maybe are on working. Yes, I think we are working. Oh good. There goes managers and all them, so I'm thinking that we must have been working. Yeah. Local shout outs. So we have local shout outs today. Um I think we give the first shout out to our biggest fan that we just met. Yes, our biggest fan that we met. She fangirled out on us uh, here at Rollins College. If Michelle. you're on the campus, go see Melissa or, yeah, in Melissa, the Social Impact Hub. I was thinking of uh, no, it's Michelle, Michelle Bones. No. Yeah, Melissa. Melissa, we love you. We are so glad you're listening. Thank you for listening. It was yes. lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is just too funny because it's a little shout bit out different to than how it used. It's a little bit different how it used to be. It is. Yeah, shout out to Boomerangs Thrift in Altamont Springs, a great place if you want to get rid of some of your um, detritus, some of your gasmos and gizmos. Yes, <laughs> or furniture or clothing. Or furniture, clothing. They take a lot, and their proceeds goes to help Pet Alliance. Yep, they SPCA. help PCA. Six different pet charities in Orlando. Yeah, that's they also take donations of dog food, cat food, as long as it's unopened, cat litter. Right. Anything. Uh, anything. Matt and Steve, you're amazing. They are. They really are. And I do have to say that with um, with them, it's great because I do know that there are some, and they rename nameless, but I don't want to call anyone out, no. but there are some thrift stores that if you donate after a certain hour, they don't even go through it. They just close it right off yep. and they just throw that stuff right out, which that depletes the purpose of donating. And I know Boomerangs doesn't do that because they list on IG, on Instagram. Yep. You can find them at Boomerangs Thrift. There's also our lovely friend who was one of the people sitting in here the last time we were in the studio, Beyonce. Yes. Yes, Beyonce Bear. We love Beyonce. She does her Dora Queen cruises, bobbles, babes, and bobbles, beards. Bobbles, babes, and beards. Yes. We also love Miss our, our friend from the show, Miss Tora Hyman. And She's doing everything now. Tora is everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, she's like, her between her and April, downtown everywhere. is like so full of drag, just between the two of those. During the weekend. And Darcel. Darcel's doing the Hammered Lamb. Shout out yes, to Hammered Lamb. That's right. Darcel is doing Hammered Lamb. And also our lovely April Fresh, theAprilFresh.com. And she is going to 
join us sometimes when she's able to remotely she has a she has a tuesday night gig now so she has to prepare and and Locke has to transform into april to get to that gig absolutely so so she's got she told me that she's going to look at her schedule and she'll let me know whenever she can come in and rejoin us she hasn't been a part of the show through the 19 months um with the whole COVID issue. We all had to find our way. We all had to find our way. And then there's Blue Star and the great things at House on Church. House on Church is doing great. Yes. So my friend Eric, um, not Eric, not Eric the actor, but my actual friend Eric, um, well, Eric the actor is my friend too, so I don't know why I said my actual friend. Well, maybe your friend judging My longtime friend, oh. Eric, LTF. Electric Eric, Electric Eric, you met him. Her. His birthday, yeah. Yes. His birthday was just recently, and he went to House oh. on Church. I believe it was Sunday they celebrated it. And he actually got a cameo from Boy George, George wow. O'Dowd. He, and he said That's his swanky. name. He's like, hello, Eric. He goes, I want to wish you a happy birthday. You're doing a great job with you and... Um, Oh, I can't remember. Electronic Records, his record store, whatever the name of it is, in St. Augustine. Lovely. He brought all that up, and all that was played on the big screen at House on Church. Yay! What a birthday. I know. So if you're listening, my birthday is June 9th, and that's easy to remember, 6969. And if you'd like to do something like a cameo like that for me, I would love for Barbara Streisand to address that me is not personally. Happen. <laughs> I don't think she does cameos. You could probably get a, an impersonator to cameo yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of one, but I can't think of her name right now. Well, Eddie Edwards was one from a long time ago that did the voice. Um, Sharon, I can't remember her last name, but she's out Needles? of Longwood. No, she's no, she's a fab. She was a signed female at oh. birth. She does. Um, she does a very good Barbara, um, a very good Barbara. She does it Barbara. Um, locally, she does a lot, and I think that Lee Shannon has had her with her Illusions show, Illusions and Review. And Lee's new place on Edgewater is really cute. Yes, Lee Shannon. If you go, if you want to go to Ritzy Rags, that's no longer on Mills where nope. it used to be. Now it's it no is, shop. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Which kind of hysterical in its I own s- weird way. I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I almost I feel ate the, the microphone right then. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, so, okay. Oh, there we go. Got just much better. That got way better. Way better. Now Thank I hear you. herself. Okay. I just, We're sorry for the I, first 15 just, minutes of this show. We're I, trying to figure it out. I touched a knob and we can hear ourselves now. I touched a <laughs> knob and I liked it. Tastes like that cherry chapstick. There's also Nick of Time, which food delivery became really big during the COVID. I, I call it the, the COVID. COVID. I call it during the COVID. I don't like say pandemic and epidemic and all those demics. I just want to say the COVID. So during the COVID, a lot of people started ordering food, not just from food delivery services like Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, blah, blah, blah. But they also started ordering food already prepared. Yeah. So it's prepared food already that you order and nick of time, T-H-Y-M-E, which the website is T-H-Y-M-E-N-I-C-K, timenick.com. Lovely. Delicious. Delicious. The crab cakes. Mm. It's not like ordering a school lunch or something. It's actual like shrimp and grits. It's and not a McSad meal. Right. Right. Now, there is another one that does that. I can't remember the name. Oh, Raptor Meals off of Orange and Gatlin. I'm sure there's a lot of them. In that shopping but center? There's we can one vouch there. for that. But, yeah, I, I've actually had Raptor's food, too. Theirs is normally just like your normal dinners that you would get. Nick of Time, he puts that extra, because he was a chef in California, he puts that little extra zhuzh yes. into his food and yes. love and care. And then his husband, he makes the sweets. So if there's cookies and sweets and stuff, that's his husband that made it. That's so a partnership. That is, literally. Literally. Husbandry and partnership. And there's also Palm, Palm's Tea House and sub, sub, Sandwichria. Sandwichria. I can never Sandwichria. <laughs> I can never so say that Love to that a, food. Yeah, and that's on Bumby in the Bumby Plaza. I can't believe it's called the Bumby Plaza. It's got, what, five places in it? Retro Records, Palm's, um, Lee Forest. 
Yeah. Is Lee Forrest there? I yeah. don't think so. There's Maybe? one. Maybe. There's one of them there. I don't. It's one of the um, flower shops or flower designs they call them now. He's there. Um, and that record store has been there as long as I've been in Orlando, and that's since 1966. Yes. You want to hear something funny about Retro Records? Wally, <laughs> who used to work at. at Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, is she so bitter now and evil and mean? Very. Oh, my God. He it's used like to who? work at, um, oh, what's the other name? What's that one? Rock and Roll Heaven. Yes. Rock and Roll Heaven. We used they to work there. They boosted her from there and because then, she was too mean to the customers. And then, yes. Sorry, and then they Wally, poached. if you're listening, sorry, girl, but it's real. Yeah, well, no, he t- he's the one. Because, I mean, I've said to him, I, when I walked in, I saw him at Retro Records. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't you used to work at? He goes, yes. I was like. And you're here now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no questions Are you asked. buying anything? Only if it's in pristine condition, never unopened. Well, yeah. If I'm going to bring that, I could sell it on eBay myself. Yeah. Yeah. Although I have to say, I got rid of some of my CDs after I put them on, I digitalized them. Oh, yeah. And DVDs also. And I put them, I gave them to Retro Records, sold them to them. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that as soon as my things can re-magically appear out of the box. And they are great. Retro Records is great for finding imports. Stuff that, you know, from it's other 40 countries. 40 years old now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great place, Retro Records. And so is Rock and Roll Heaven. And so is so, Remix. Oh, yes. Remix has all sorts of stuff. I love those people in there. Dave Canalti's there. Where's, the, where's Remix at? Uh, on Mills across from St. Matt's Tavern. Okay, okay, I know. Remember the old electronic shop that used to fix your radios or your stereos? Yes. They took over both sides of that, so it's all now vinyl on a DJ booth. Ooh, nice. And on random Saturdays, they'll have beer tastings. Oh, even better. Mm. On random Saturdays. I took my friend Michelle, and she's like, we get to drink and spend money at the same time and listen to music? I'm like, yes, girl. So it's only on select Saturdays? Select Saturdays. That would be funny if they just didn't tell anybody. They don't tell anybody. Oh, so it's like a flash sell. It's uh, you buy something and you can have a beer. That's cool. It's a giveaway. It's like a bonus. Yeah, it's a bonus. It's like having sex and getting herpes. It's a bonus. And if you buy now, (laughs) we have a special gift for you. As long as it's not no nasty draft, you know... No draft beer or anything it's like next, that. They go to the guest house. Oh, good. Oh, good. So we've started this new segment that I wanted to get into, and it's about two things. DJ used to have, DJ Justice used to have the three things he learned this week, the three things he learned this week, and he'd sing it. But I, DJ Crazy JC John, have come up with two things that you took from the past week. So... Tom, the elderberry. Yes. Have you taken two things from the past week? Yes. Stay hydrated. Yes. And be patient. Yes. Yes. Don't hit. That's a very good one. For everybody. Any, any insight of how you came to that? Well, I'm on an antifungal drug that makes me feel like SpongeBob when he's out of the ocean. <laughs> so I've never drank more water in my life. Yeah, it's good for you, though. And patience, because um, because of my situation, I have right. a, a roommate right. who's a little OCD about literally everything. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I just have patience. I walk outside and do my mantra. Oh, I have to say, my neighbor has a roommate that is very OCD also, and I can... Oh, I'm so so. I can tell when she's like walks out and he. He's, oh, it's exasperating. You can tell whenever he's had enough because he just walks out and she. I will call him a she. That's his. That's her pronoun to me. But she just walks out and she just gives these eyes and looks and rolls them. And I'm like, uh oh, something happened next door. She's rolling her eyes. <laughs> Thank God I have a friend. Shout out to Kathy who works at Sally's Diner in Castleberry. Hi, Kathy. Great little diner food if you're ever in the Castleberry area. Yeah. So she's given me a key to her house so when it gets too much, I can drive for two minutes and be someplace else. And that is a gift from above. That is. Truly. Just And that, that's that um, short of distance, too. Yes. Lord. That's the best part of it. Yes. Lord. 
So we have some really ex- juicy. Oh well, let me go ahead first and tell you what my two uh, things. No, I was taking. about to ask you what are your two things. Well, my first of the two things is get out of your head, girl. Yes. That is my first thing I learned. I've the learned worst this. I learned it like so much. But but with coming back in here after 19 months away, I got yep. so used to my little gadget, my you know my recording. I I got so used to just having to hit one button and you know and just. Sit there over but you're everyone. a button pusher. So today, I was sitting there, and about noon, I was like, I started getting nervous, and I started looking through my papers and trying to look at everything. And okay, I need to do this, do that, forgetting. Oh, that's right, the board has changed. <laughs> and then I parked in the wrong place, and we had to like do the marathon of life. Oh, we got steps in though. We got so steps in. I'm okay with that because I'm like halfway to 10,000, so that's halfway of my day. Yeah. So, I I was happy for that because we got steps in. Okay. And my body, oh. Oh my gosh. These these people, speaking of my body, these people that were here are bosses and stuff. They didn't hadn't seen me since I've gained so much weight. I know. I saw Tony the other night, Daddy T. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I have gained so much weight. He's like, You look happy and I'm like, Yes, I am. I'd That's rather be big and what happy. Matters. Right, right. And what's but, your second thing? My second thing I learned this week is to not feel so bad about myself because of my weight because i was starting to feel no. i was starting to feel a little bad because i have to, you know i have you're getting the reverse adele yes <laughs> did you watch that i did oh my gosh so yes adele so that was the second thing i learned this week so let's go into something else that just happened the other night adele gave a concert to tom and i personally and a couple of million people it was personally oh they were just yeah they were just there for watching we were there for the concert she was so nice did you see the couple that got engaged yes i watched all that of was the most hilarious thing i've seen they were bringing this girl out if you did not see the um the one night the one night only with adele that and oprah winfrey also did her um (laughs) oprah did her her uh, yeah (laughs) interview her interview interview. (laughs) she did her interview it's pause interview she did not eat a koala bear (laughs) so she went in and she first started with hello hello but in, in the midway this guy comes walking out and he's he's taking his girlfriend his fiance now but his girlfriend then and she's blindfolded so she had no idea that she's sitting there by right in front of melissa mccartney um wait she's James up at Corbin. the top of griffith hill yeah at the observatory which is really far away and she has no idea. Everybody was quiet. I would she had have lost no my idea ass. Was going I would have on. lost it. I would have lost everything. I would have been like, oh my gosh. Yes, I'll well, marry you, but let's get to her When Adele. she was unmasked and, and she's staying there next to Lizzo and Melissa McCarthy and she's looking around and it's all these famous people. And yes. she was like, she was is crying. this a dream? Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, it's real. It's real. Are you for real? And then he finally broke down and started crying, which yes. I really thought was just heartwarming. And then Adele, of course, the lights came up, and yeah, that was awesome. But it was funny that she starts with hello, but then she tells Oprah, she's like, well, of course I have to start with hello. I mean, I can't do half the set and in the middle start out with hello. That was hysterical. Because she got to show her sense of humor. Yeah. But usually her sense of humor when she's on stage is quite bawdy. Right, right. She can be raunchy. Oh, she was. She can. Um but yeah, yeah, I saw her in Miami the last tour when she was going to the the end of it. But she also quit drinking too. That was a big part of it. A, a huge part. That's one thing. I mean, once you get once you get rid of all those things that sugar the devil that just you know take you off your focus. Yep. Then you are good to go. You know, you don't let cause. I don't know when you're drunk you're you know I, I can't imagine drunk and being a star and singing I mean, it can go one of two ways <laughs> you got amy winehouse or stevie nicks true true and you can learn too because that's what i mean that's what she ended up doing i saw stevie fall into a plate of spaghetti on christopher street in 1983 who stevie nicks oh my gosh my friend worked at this place called Christopher's. Now see, that makes good stories for us. It was fantastic, John. So she, I was sitting there because I could go early and he would give me a meal. So I sat down. There's nobody else in the restaurant. She walks in with this other lady. 
They put her in the middle of the room. She nodded out as soon as they brought the spaghetti, face first in it. Oh my god! And her friend picked her Comes. hair up, slapped her in the face, getting the marinara off, and said, "Stevie, wake up." And I'm she, like, and she wakes up with, <laughs> and she wakes up and she has two uh, meatballs for eyeballs. <laughs> I wish that would have happened. A big smiley face with the pasta. Oh, no. <laughs> that would little have been penne, great. Little pennies mixed together for a smiley face. Oh, that would have been great. And her hair would be all pasta, too. Yeah. You can dry all that stuff out and then send it to her. Stevie I Nicks, wish do I had you a remember? cell phone back then. Oh, if we only did John, it was one of those things that's like, who would ever... I mean, this is going to make us sound like old, but old. there I are it. So, I mean, so am I, and I do too. But um, so many things were like, we're like, if we had cell phones, then it, that's a good and a bad, because boy, would I have been in trouble. I would have loved some of the documentation because people are like, I don't believe you, and I'm like, I don't care. Right for the documentation, it was ridiculous. Speaking the- of documentation. My papers are in order, sir. Your papers are in order? Yes, sir. Good. Well, guess what? Our papers are in order, too. Which paper is that? Digitalized papers. Ooh. Because I have been contacted out of the blue. Um, I was sitting in a meeting the other day, and I was like, oh, wow. And it was really excited because the Orange County Regional History Center from downtown Orlando. Yep. The one that houses the Pulse stuff? They house the Pulse stuff. They house all. All it's, sorts of it's Orlando not just history. Gay, but it's all, it's all, all sorts. Orange County history. Yeah. And they were interested, you know, in preserving um, um, preservation of LGBTQIA plus community, um, different things that are involved with the community. And just to show, hey, you know, for for our great, 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 great grandchildren, they can look at this and say, hey, listen to Homo Happy Hour from back in, way back in 2020. And they can hear, they can hear. Now, it's just going to be this rendition of it because the old they weren't able to get i wasn't able to get them the the old um not just the rights but also the audio for it but the rights because they aren't my my show is my rights so this is i was able to do it for us now so i'm thrilled yes they are downloading our episodes i gave them the deed of gift and non-exempt to the well the uh, it's it's kind of like an NDA a non-disclosure agreement yeah but that's just basically to say that hey I own this and you can use it I'm giving you permission to use my material it's like when you do a modeling contract yeah it was just a contract for it and then a gift a deed with or a deed of gift which was actually the episodes are the gift. Yes. And that gets put into Posterity. the museum. That's can you believe awesome. that? I think I'm I'm very happy about it. I know I didn't have to reach out to somebody to make it happen. It just happened on its own, and that's what I like. It's things that happen organically. The universe sending it. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, but th- and that's also ties into a third thing that I took from this past week is don't take things for granted. Ever. Um, I thought, okay, we have to show. Yeah, we have this nice little show and yeah we have people listening but then like like melissa and, oh and jim jim that recognized my voice and didn't know it was my face Bear when he's known me for 22 years yes yes I, i'm thrilled i think it's and fun my landlords my landlords come up and they're like are you on 91.5 and i'm like yes but you can also listen to the old episodes at www.homohappyhour.com homohappyhour.com that's where we record. That's where we have all of our, all of them. And actually, we also have some other recordings that are not radio show exclusive. Oh, the They're after podcasts, hours. The after shows, which are fun. Yeah, there's some messy ones in there. It's just so good to be back. I'm so glad. I love the board now. My nerves have gone. This is like Strange Love Route 66 remixed in my head. Because yes. it was bumpy at the first, and now it feels like lovely. Yes, yes. And also, speaking of, you know, we're talking about news and different things about that can come up. Blues Clues. Well, guess what? T- you know the show TMZ or the station TMZ? Yeah. That does all the gossip. Yes. And it's kind of funny that sometimes they will, like, you'll see, you'll hear news. It's, we've got breaking news just reported from TMZ. And some of the stuff is true. Some of the stuff isn't. Some of it's just a name clickbait. Yeah, very much so. What's going on right now, though, TMZ 
apparently fabricated that there were death threats towards the Superman gay bisexual um, uh, comic book. Comic book in the in the super in the new Superman comic in the world right now. Superman's son John Kent is he takes a mantle of Superman and he is bisexual. I just call him Super Gay Son. <laughs> yeah, Super Gay Son. Not to be confused with Dick Grayson. No. Robin. <laughs> My friend in Australia just got the comics two days ago. Oh yeah, that's right. You he sent me pre-ordered the them and bought them, so they've they've already been looked through once and hermetically sealed. Well, TMZ had put out this article that the produce said that the producer, the whole production of the comic book, and everybody have been getting death threats because of making Superman bisexual. Yawn. Well, it was all fabricated. It was Shocking. not true. My thing. Are you shocked, really, or is that sarcasm? It's not. It's it sarcasm. sounded sarcasm. Okay, it, 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 good. It's pretty sarcasm. Well, I don't understand about it. It's clickbait. Yeah, it's. You, it's clickbait for the haters. Isn't there enough going on right now that you can actually don't have to fabricate something? Or maybe there's find enough something going positive on. and not stop hating. Oh, they do that a lot. I know, but just change your mindset. It's called gossip to them. Mm. It's just, you know, gossip. That's what they start in entertainment, mm. gossip, stuff like that. But. Yeah, Harvey Levin already has a table reserved. Yeah. <laughs> with Jason Sudeikis. With Jason Sudeikis, of course. Of course. <laughs> so, um, I just think that's crazy that they had to fabricate a story, even about Superman. You know, why does it have to be extreme with death threats? Why not just say some people aren't happy about it? That would be more honest. And then you can go the other way and look what we witnessed on the CMAs. Well, he's With bisexual, so he does go the other way. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> on the award, the country music award show. Yes. That was stunning. T.J. Osborne kissed his boyfriend at the CMAs, which aired this past week. Well, he'd come out earlier in the pandemic. Yeah, he, early well, he in had the been COVID. Out, he had been out earlier than that to family and friends, as right. is the case with most people. Uh, not people, but most. Um, but when you're a public figure, sometimes yeah, you have to put it out. Most celebrities. Yeah, and they pick the right time. It's all about timing, it seems like. And plus they're brothers, so it couldn't drive a wedge between them. So, yeah, the brothers Osborne, one of the brothers, TJ, he, they, they were... Um, they were vocal duel of the year they were um, nominated for and won. And, and then won. when they got up, he got up and he kissed his boyfriend. And then they both walked up to accept it. And oh my goodness, because he's one of country's first open, gay, openly gay performers. Yeah, but the, uh, the floodgates have been open now. Thank goodness. Thank you, little Thank Nas goodness. X. Well, it's just showing, you know, for a while it was like, yeah, we're gay, and yes, you can find us at your hairdresser. We can, you can find us at your your design. You can find us at your uh, wedding planning, you know. But we're more than just a stereotype. But now with little Nas X not even kicking the door open, taking it off the hinges. Right. Right. And, and there's been a lot of lesbian performers that have come out early katie lang yes. melissa etheridge melissa a lot of them. there's now the whole influx is just going to open and people can just perform it's a yeah and it's another generation which for country music that's great because it's kind of like little Nas X with hip-hop it's but it crossed over it, it's all starting to bleed into one yeah it's all becoming you know mainstream it's it's bleeding into everything it's just music uh we it doesn't necessarily don't we have, have a race car driver in our family that's cute <laughs> i mean the gay family the lgbtqia umbrella don't we have a race car driver that was I th out i think so i think so too i don't remember we have many football players now oh we talked about the race car driver that was uh, his dad's legacy that's right that's right. Episode number 40-something-something. That you can find at www.homohappyhour.com. <laughs> Ding! So, yeah, the CMAs, he did that. And then also, Cal Penn. Cal Penn has come out of the closet. You know, He Cal was never really on my radar, but it wasn't really shocking. Really? He was no, on my radar. No, because his acting was good, but when he joined yeah. the Obama administration... When all that changed in 2009, right. so many things happened in those first couple of months that he helped push. And most of them were gay and lesbian positive issues. Secretly, I have a crush on him. 
and it was more less than my gaydar going off about him it was more me wanting him to be i even googled is cal Penn gay and of course back then it said no he's not on the list of out gay people but yeah he has a new book that's come out and in this book he's describing his relationship because he and is i like engaged. that he's not naming his whole boyfriend right his whole boyfriend giving the whole name of his boyfriend <laughs> he's not naming his whole boyfriend oh lord lady <laughs> he's only naming his legs leg one and oh, leg two no. <laughs> and three but and four. we um yeah it's we we have like we are our agenda is coming forth to fruition truth and justice will prevail Yes, and gayism. Speaking of which, gayism. and this has nothing to do with gays, but um, but that Rittenhouse guy, Rittenhouse. No, skip it. That's supposed to be happening today. It's happening now, and she needs some nails. Good. Oh, I can't wait to see what happens about that. I hope, I hope it's it's. I hope justice is served. Only if Chucky's involved. Only if Chucky, not the seed of Chucky, but Chucky. No, seed of Chucky. That was weird. So I read this article about the seed of Chucky. Now, now this, the movie came out in two thousand four. Okay, Jennifer Tilly has been in so many of them now. Oh my God, she's still alive. Yeah, since wow. Bride of Chucky. But the studio themselves, when the seed of Chucky was coming out in two thousand four, they said that it that was thought to be too gay and too funny. Because, oh, it went too far for him. Yeah, and they even cut, they even cut Jennifer Tilly down out of or out of the movies. The difference, you know, in the movies and the um, what are they called in the sequels? Yeah, in the sequels and stuff. They they wanted to cut her out a lot more because they said that she's had her time and she's had her fun, but she what? still has shown up. Yeah, That's and Seed of Chucky, and then the ones after that, they wanted they wanted her more out, but. She is. She's the one who she was um, the girl that Chucky ended up marrying after she possessed a girl doll, and then they got married and they spawned um, Jim. See, that's when my eyes start rolling back in my head. Chucky. Me too, but they have to keep the story going some way somehow. Why? I'm watching a soap opera that's doing that right now. <laughs> Days of Our Lives is doing that. I'm Just a, think of a new idea. Yeah, yeah. Days of Our Lives. They're doing. A possession story and an exorcism story, which they did 20 years ago with Marlena Evans. And yeah, I'm not going to spoil it in case you do watch Days of Our Lives, but there is a possession story. It's been going on for a while. It was thought just to be for Halloween, but it's even going to go through Christmas and the New Year. <laughs> Because the baby, because there's a baby now involved, and the devil is wanting the baby's is it life Rosemary's and soul. Baby? No, but they did just watch that. Of course they did. So let's, so. you know, we like to talk about our local companies and stuff like that. But there is a company that's called the Big Gay Candle Company. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. No. It is really neat. So. The what big, do they sell? The big gay candles. All they sell is candles, which makes me think of that commercial about <laughs> all they sell is candles, are they, and they're making overhead. <laughs> <laughs> I know which, exactly which one you're talking about. Yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Be, uh, um, yes. Ba yes. Bath and Body Works. When they're, he's like, all they sell is candles, and they're making overhead. <laughs> but, yeah, so this guy is doing it, and his name is James Waters. He's of Johnston. Oh, that's the city. It's Johnson. Um, I can't remember. Don't know where it is. But you can look him up anyway if you want. But it's the Big Gay Candle Company. He says he puts the Big Gay into that's his the, his part of it. Undoubtedly, he does. He has humor. He uses humor. He just thought you know all these candles. They all have um, regular candles. They're just kind of boring. So he made candles. He has one that's called Oh Honey, and they, <laughs> and they also smell really well. They're well. But, let's hope. But he, he makes them, um, what he does, he uses jars to put them in, but they're reusable jars, so you can, he make more. You can turn them back into him and then make more. Um, the waxes are paraben-free. They're different free where you can actually burn them inside. The wicks are lead-free because I never knew this, but apparently candle wicks have lead in them at some mm -hmm. of them and when you're burning that you're burning lead into your house and you're breathing that in if you ever had them too close to a wall you, that black streak that in the carbon is the lead 
Thank you, China. No, I think that's nature. <laughs> well, China, I hope you know he doesn't how, ha- I, You know how the lead-based paint with China, oh, yeah. all that, and China, the toys. China. <laughs> I was thinking this probably has something to do with it, too. Does he have one that smells like a dumpster fire, by any chance? Uh, no, he has one called Oh Honey, Brunch, Chosen Family. Um, what would that smell like in your head? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, he has it. They're supposed to be smelling really good. He said... He said, uh, we're not teenagers and we're not spring chickens. We're not old, but we're not on that side of being gay. So then he decided, wait a minute. Let me start making candles. One of them is called iced coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> okay. <coughs> I'm sure, but they don't smell like A vodka they, and Red Bull candle will be good. They don't smell like they, you know, like, like what they say. Like It doesn't smell like cigarettes. Um, but he's making them all smell good but it's everything that he's been doing he has one that's called Pride Every Day and he's made all oh, the colors pretty. of the Pride uh, Rainbow and more and it he, smells like Fruit Loops <laughs> well aren't we all <laughs> yes aren't we all I just had some Fruit Loops Jim Showers smells like soap hormones and regret oh brunch smells like bottomless mimosas with a side of 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 being um, bitter his first batch was Oh Honey, a judgmental scent that smells like side eye and beehive. I'll order that immediately. <laughs> so I like, I love There's it. There's some humor in there. I, yeah, that's exactly it. He has humor in it. I love it. I'm like, you know, this is the kind of candle store I want to go to. I don't want to go to no generic big box candle store where everyone just has candles that are just different colors and different scents. Right. And they use lead in their wicks. Who puts lead in their wicks? Right. Who puts lead in there? Airwick. No more lead wicks, Ever. Christina. Ever. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the lead. It's the lead, the lead, not the lead, the lead. So, uh, do you watch The Simpsons? I do. And did you get that what I sent you about I it? I did. So, it's already happened where... Um, well, they've been on for what, like... 117 years? Yes. And it's already happened where Smithers came out as gay. Well, that was so, shocking in itself. Really. Right, of course, and the way that he's dressed and everything. But Smithers has come out as gay, and we've known that. But now he has landed himself a boyfriend. It's going to be on Fox, um, and it's on the November 22nd episode. Or 21st, I'm sorry. Oh, leading up to Thanksgiving. Yes, leading up to Thanksgiving. Like, oh, that'll be a topic like to bring up at be. the dinner table. I know. I know. Did you know? I was going to say Ned Flanders. <laughs> Did you know Waylon Smithers is gay? And now he's got a boyfriend? Shocking. Because by, by then it'll be like, did you see? But yeah, so... It was, um, it was a big gay coming out episode in 2016 that he came out of the closet. Oh, I gotta do a little gadget so my lights come back on. And then, while that's historic, the guy who writes it, Rob Lezibdek, his son Johnny is who inspired the coming out episode. So it was inspired by his son, the writer's son, which is really awesome. Really, really awesome that they do that. And now they're giving him a boyfriend. And that's our generation that now has has taken over Hollywood so it's not so forbidden. Right. Right. Not taken over. We didn't take over anything. Oh, we are taking over. You we are ta- I think we should Kendrick. yep. That's the agenda. We have been Ladybug found out by Ladybug. We have been found out. So, did you see about that Queens of the Universe? Yes. Did you read it? Some of it like um Ava Vox who was on American Idol. There's a is lot on of people it. on there. Uh, do you hear that little cl- that little? I hear a little thing. No. Oh, good. So Juju B is on it from RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, There's a New Zealand uh, queen that's supposed to be hysterically funny. Uh, yes, they have people from all over the world and all areas of um, of entertainment, but they are not lip syncing. No, it's they- not a drag show. It's first and foremost a singing a competition. singing competition. That is awesome. Yes. So a lot of the queens I didn't know, of course, cause, you know, they were from all over the world. And then some of them have been on RuPaul's Drag Race and some on the other ones. But yes. And I know. 
um, Ava is. I think Ava's gonna be great because she's already been. She's already performed her singing voice in drag, so she's kind of used to it. I know. And Alaska has something to do with the. Um, she's one of the owners, I believe. That's what I had read. Executive producers. Yeah, yeah. And now, of course, RuPaul has her hand in it some way too. Oh, it's all doing that, but it's a hand up instead of a hand out. Yeah, that's true. They're pulling each other and linking hands and pulling everybody up. And yeah. I think that's fabulous. Oh, well, Alaska herself, she's been on, she's been here on the show before when DJ Justice was alive. And you can find that at outloudorlando.com. Um, but now she's also released a book. She's I released know. her memoirs. What's the name of it? The title made me crack up. My name, wait, let's do it in Alaska. My name's yours. Wait, my name's yours. What's Alaska? My name's yours. What's Alaska? Alaska. I take the Alaska for 300. <laughs> yeah, she has a new memoir. She talks about um, her first re- her first kind of relationship whenever she um, she started doing drag and her boyfriend or the guy she was with at the time, he turns and says, you know, if you start doing drag, I just cannot be with you at all. So she dropped him and started doing drag. Yeah, because she was living in Portland, and she came to San Francisco, and there was an inappropriately named club called Tranny Shack. Yes. And it would hold like 250 people, but that was where she debuted and Sharon Needles debuted, and and that was when she was Alaska TF3000. Yes, yes. And and also then they went over in Pittsburgh, too, because that's where she and Sharon lived. She explains in the memoir that the time which everyone thinks of Alaska, they think, oh, Sharon's boyfriend, you know, from so long ago. But while she was with Sharon, she said it was the Sharon show, that she was just a pivotal player in it, that as long as everything was about Sharon, then all the stuff on the other, on the outside of it. Yeah, Sharon was shocking when she started. (laughs) Yeah. She was shocking. Yeah. Yeah. She emulated Fatima, who was one of the people I grew up with in San Francisco. God rest her soul. Well, I want to know. Um, I mean, they may have gotten started, but I want to know where, um, you know, I want to know the tea. Because tea? I want to know what Sharon has to say about all this. <laughs> I want to know what Sharon has to say. Like, no, I never did that. It wasn't my, it wasn't all about me. <laughs> I just, but I think Sharon probably would agree with a lot of it. Uh, Sharon Needles. If you were a therapist. Yeah, maybe. I mean, deep down, everybody wants themselves to get there first. Can you imagine that? I mean, because we have a lot of these drag queens now. I mean, now if they start writing memoirs in their books, I mean, can you imagine? RuPaul, of course, already has. But can you imagine, like, from from their party days? I think everybody could write their own story. Yeah, and some everybody. Of, for some people, it'd be a short story. For some, yeah. <laughs> and some people, it'd be just volumes and volumes, volumes like volumes. Bianca Del Rio, like my luggage. <laughs> I knew her in New Orleans before she got famous, and she's actually a really person. A really good person. <laughs> she Roy. is a real person. No, I know she's a real person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he would roll into the club at like two o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. Right, and right. Watching him heckle people that had been partying for the evening was something special. Just to sit at a bar and sip a cocktail and listen to her shred. Well, you know shred. how the drag queens come out with songs. They all have a songs and stuff like that. Um, do you think that maybe we're seeing the first of an onslaught of drag queen books coming out? I think that's already happened, but I think the talent, like Trixie Mattel's new song, Hello, Hello. That's, oh, yes, and that just started. That just came out yesterday, didn't it? A week ago. Uh, Yeah, yes. But the album comes out in like another week, and there's going to be a whole generation of... Oh, yes. ...music that just comes from people. Yes, a whole generation of music that comes from people under our umbrella. But that Trixie's going with the pop route, brilliant. Yeah, she's um, she's one of the com- um, one of the judges on Queens of the Universe. Yes, yes, she is. I'm like, yes. all right for that. <laughs> I'm looking at all this stuff. I'm trying to look through my list, and I want to do a little bit of YGH. That's what I was actually going to get to because, of course, every week we have our episode, 
and we have a moment that we want to educate you youngins and celebrate us. Uh, yes, yeah, celebrate us big time. Although I wasn't along along the lines whenever this happened, but no. it is time for a moment of your gay, gay history. 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 Her story. His story. Their story. Our story. Our story. Live from the trenches. So people think, you know, oh, homosexual and stuff like that. That's what we were always called and things like that. But well, back in the day, we were called homophiles. Well, that was a name that came up after the Mattachine Society from right. the 1950s. Right. And we did, um, you can find that at www.homohappyhour.com. We did speak about that previously in an episode of, of our segment of Your Gay History. So to surmise, it was veterans that got out of the military that wanted to be able to still work for the government. Yes. So they formed secretive groups and they would do lobbying and et cetera, et cetera. Right. And they were established in 1962 in Philadelphia. It was called the East Coast Homophile Organization, which I will refer to as ECHO from Echo. here out. ECHO. And ECHO, basically, they had months of planning. They had their first official conference. It was in Philadelphia on Labor Day weekend in 1963. Yes. And that was whenever... Um, it was a landmark event because they pretty much it, it, it pre 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 um oh predates it predates Stonewall the rebellion but it but Stonewall came years. out of it yes. yeah and also um, their first conference in 1963 they basically st- they were the, really one of the first people to start rallying for gay rights yes. And, that, and this is the same time as the civil rights was going on in the, the, the Deep South? Yes. Yes. There were con- concurrent st- streams running. Right. And when summer of 64, they were planning the second ECHO conference, and they were going to do it in Washington, D.C. And the event, it got George Lincoln Rockwell, who was the leader of the American Nazi Party, um, he proclaimed that homosexuality was the most unhealthy, most, most unwholesome most. cancer in any civilization. We shall ruthlessly suppress all forms of vice, such as homosexuality cited, the party's limited but devoted membership to action. Sound familiar? So... What they did the first day of the conference, that they had, they let the officers were aware of it. Police officers were aware of it, so they were well, there. Well, they had seen people in one of the gay bars with their literature. Exactly. And it tipped them off that something was going to happen. Exactly. So, they basically, they, they formed a circle around this guy. Well, no, they and, had two cops that were undercover. Yes. And they, they knew who right. one of them was. Right. Because the night before, he had arrested another Nazi American Nazi Party member. Right, right. And they formed a circle around him and started pushing him out of the conference. Well, the Nazi walked up and decided that he was going to say, would somebody call Rabbi Lippman, please? Oh, that's right, yes. Is Rabbi Lippman in the house? I've got 24 quarts of Vaseline here to deliver to Rabbi Lippman, and I believe all of you queers will be able to make use of it. Yep. He had this wrapped in a red box with a pink bow. And at that point, everybody surrounded him yep. and started shuffling him off the dance floor. Kind of like our angels that we have in Orlando. Yes. Our pulse angels. So they called out to him, you must pay admission or get out. This is trespassing. By then, one of the cops saw it. And Shirley Willer, who was the lesbian head of the chapter of the Daughters of Belitis, which was an early lesbian activist group, admonished the Nazi, Sir, you are stepping on my foot. Would you please move? Sir, the, you are stepping on my foot. Will you which, please move? To which the Nazi replied, I believe you are trying to kick me, aren't you, lesbian? I believe you are trying to kick me, aren't you, lesbian? The thing I found most amazing was all this is recorded in video yes. and pictures yes. and saved in the archives. That's right. That's Absolutely exactly right. Absolutely unbelievable. I had never heard this story before we we found it, John, and it was like, wow. Yeah. So yeah. they're trying to raise funds for saving gay and lesbian historical emphedra 
Mm-hmm. And you can reach them at info at org, And they Way. can save old things from wherever you're from so That's that our awesome. histories are documented. Kind of like the show. I know, but can you imagine seeing videos of our people in 1964 doing this with a Nazi dressed in full Nazi regalia? Right. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if our generation would be so uh, accepting of just shuffling him out. Right. I know by the 70s, I was watching lesbians beat rednecks with chairs when they came to their clubs. And the 80s, 70s 70s and 80s, 80s. it was, you know. It was dangerous for gay people here then. Yes, it was. Orlando was, was. it was not hospitable. We've made it hospitable through perseverance. Yeah. But know that that can be taken away with a drop of a law. And Disney, that really... Well, it used to be the Naval Training Center. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, it did, over by McCoy. (laughs) I remember picking one up from Park Avenue, and I'm like, he's like, will you drive me back to the Navy base? Well, sure. I took him all the way to the Navy base. We got on base. I was out of the car when we got stopped. I'm like, see ya, bye. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, Disney came, and then SeaWorld came, and then Universal came, and... And the movie theater was over the Colonial Promenade movie theater. That's where all the, everybody would go to when they'd be in. That's where the seamen would go whenever they would be in. The, yes. And and they'd be have to go back to the Navy base. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. They designated Park Avenue and off. They weren't allowed to go there after like the first six months it was open, and I, you couldn't go to Parliament House either. Oh, that's true. And if the MP saw you there, they took you directly in. That's, yeah, crazy. I know. Crazy, crazy. Can you believe it's coming on that time again already? Is it? Yes, it is. I'm doing a little bit early, just like five minutes early, just because I need to go ahead and make sure I get this all done correctly. Yeah, we're going to start to cut it short today, but... Yeah, but so this is this has been another edition. I don't have my music, so I apologize about that. I'm going to work on that to get it next week. But this has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour. Remember, we are one human family. One. Sometimes dysfunctional. Usually. Most of the time dysfunctional. Yeah. But still one human family. Fight the good fight and always swing first. Let justice roll. roll. And remember, life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. I'm the Elderberry Tom. I love you. I love you. And we will see you, you next Tuesday. Bye. Now, how we get this to work? Oh, no. <laughs> I think we just push that button there. I go and then there. We're clicking and then this. I go there. And we're going to click that. And, and then we're going to scroll down to there. We go over here. Oh, no. We don't know how to get out of here. And here. Here we we go. go.